Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got barbecue back there, and you didn't invite me. Hurt my feelings. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Destination Devi's Injury Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Mueller, doctor of physical therapy. We have a lot to break down, including some key injury information that we have found out over the last week. Uh, last week, my injury calls went 19 and 0 on the on the week two pod, which is guaranteed to never be repeated from here on out. Uh, although I'll try. I hope to provide you with that kind of accuracy every week because if I can, it it basically means you're likely making winning decisions for your team. So let's keep it up on a week-to-week basis. All right, let's dive in. So at quarterback, Justin Herbert, as we know, he had suffered the rib cartilage injury. He was limited practices on uh, Wednesday and Thursday and then did not practice Friday. And it sounded like um, there was actually a report from Daniel Popper that Chase Daniel was taking first-team reps. I believe the team is operating as if Justin Herbert will miss this game, even though he's listed as questionable. Um, if he plays, I think you play him, obviously. He does carry some risk for re-injury if he plays, but I, I think the team, based on what has been said and their actions, I believe the team is leading towards keeping him out for this week, get him closer to 100% for a week four return. So it could be Chase Daniels at quarterback. Also know that that likely low, you know, that... Not likely. It very well does lower the uh, overall ceiling of the Chargers offense this week. So Keenan, if he plays, I'll talk on him later. Mike Mike Williams, uh, Gerald Everett, Austin Eckler may have lower ceilings this week. You're you're still playing those guys though. Jameis Winston, he's as we found out, he had been dealing with four fractures in his back, and also it sounds like he came away from last week's game with an ankle sprain. He's listed as questionable, but it sounds like he'll play. Um, he's not a guy who I'd want to play or start in a one quarterback league. Hopefully you have someone better. Um, I know there's, you know, if you lost Trey Lance last week, um, I honestly, I would probably start Jimmy Garoppolo over Jameis based on how Jameis played last week. He's probably dealing with a lot of pain. It's likely limiting his accuracy and his ability to get some velocity in his throws. Um, so yeah, I'm probably staying away. I would, I would recommend staying away from Jameis if you can this week. At running back, James Conner, he suffered a low ankle injury last week. It knocked him out from the game, and he was unable to return. It sounds like he's a game-time decision. I would sit James Conner if he is active. He carries a lot of risk for re-injury just this week. And I do believe if he is active, the team, you know, they're getting good production from Eno Benjamin and Daryl Williams. So even if Conner is active, I do believe the team would would likely split touches more and get Eno and Daryl Williams involved. I do have a gut feeling that James Conner will be inactive 
but if he is active, I would recommend benching him. If he if he scores a touchdown, if he winds up going off, just you know be okay with that on your bench. Unfortunately, his ceiling is likely lower this week. DeAndre Swift is a guy that I'm a little concerned about, but you still have to start him. Um, I'm concerned on him just because you know he's been dealing with the ankle injury. He he had very little touches. I believe he only had five carries last week with. I believe, if I remember correctly, five targets last week. Um, his snap count reduced. He There was a report saying that he was hobbled during the week. But he he can do so much with uh, with all of his touches. Anytime he touches the ball, he's a risk for he's a risk to the defense for making a big play. I think you have to start him if you have him. Just know the ceiling is likely lower. He's more so a guy that I would fade in DFS, but start in your weekly. Christian McCaffrey, he popped up on the injury report with an ankle sprain. Uh, Sounds minor, and he was actually taken off the injury report. So obviously you're starting him this week, but just monitor that. Um, You know, anytime he pops up, anytime Christian McCaffrey pops up on the injury report, we panic a little because of his past history. So just monitor, start, breathe, good luck. Alvin Kamara, he's been dealing with the rib cartilage injury as well, similar to Herbert. His timeline, he's further away from the initial injury, the date of injury, than Herbert was. Um, you know, he, he's been listed as questionable. He's a guy that I, I think if he is active, you still start. Just know it, he carries a lot of risk for re-injury, especially if he's hit hard or, or lands on that side and, and deals with the re-injury. Um, and his ceiling is likely lower, especially knowing also his quarterback, Jameis, is dealing with his own injuries of his own. So this whole offense, you know, the, I think the only ones I would want to start um, would be Michael Thomas. You know, Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave are getting the air yards, but the passes were more inaccurate last week. I think I think we see the same this past this next week. Um, and Kamara, I think he, he's a he's a he's a risky play. You know, he he's at risk for re-injury, he's at risk for decrease efficiency with each touch, and he's at risk for less touches than he typically sees. So I think if you're starting him, he's a flex play, viewed as a lower end running back two, but you kind of hope that he gets a touchdown if he's active. J.K. Dobbins, uh, he was a full participant all week this week as he was last week. He's still listed as questionable, and John Harbaugh has said he is week to week, and when he plays, you know he'll be ready. Um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter about JK Dobbins. Some people are viewing him as a running back two already. I'm not viewing him as that. I'm viewing him as a running back three, low end running back three, possible running back four. And a guy that you just have to keep on your bench for his first games and just see how he performs, see how, see how he participates, um, because, or produces, because he's a guy who I, I doubt you know, the Ravens have been so cautious with him in practice, I doubt they're going to put him in situations, especially like a, like a receiving situation where he's at risk for cutting hard on that knee and dealing with a re-injury, soft tissue injury, or getting hit low and dealing with a re-injury. I just don't see them putting him at risk in his first game back. And I want to see how he performs first against defenders. So I would sit J.K. Dobbins uh, this week as well in fantasy, and and just wait. Wait and see approach. Josh Jacobs, he's a guy who has been dealing with an illness. You know, he uh, reports had said he did not fly to Tennessee with the team. However, I just saw a couple of reports that said he flew to Tennessee individually. So keep an eye on his status. 
I, I think you still have to sit him if he's active, just knowing he's coming off an illness. He may not be playing at 100%. And looking at his first two games, he's only scored 8.3 and 9.1 points in PPR. So he just, I, I don't think he offers you a good ceiling potential. Um, he carries some risk just with the illness. I would sit J- Josh Jacobs if he's active. Um, now, if he's inactive, a lot of people are pivoting to Zamir White. But again, we just, given, given the role, he's Zamir White is a rookie. He's likely stepping into the Josh Jacobs role, but with likely less touches than Josh Jacobs was seeing. So I just don't see a big ceiling there. I, I see a 6-7 game potential, or 6-7 point potential for him with Brandon Bolden. He's healthy. Uh, Brandon Bolden stepping in for some touches. Amir Abdullah stealing touches. So I would sit Zamir White and, and probably stay away from him in DFS. Leonard Fournette, he's been dealing with a hamstring strain. He got limited practices in or limited participation in and listed as questionable. I do believe he plays, and I do believe we can start him in fantasy. Last week, he saw 87% of the snaps, which, which is a crazy high amount. I know the Bucks had talked about limiting his touches, limiting his snaps, just to make sure he's healthy. Well, they're, they're not doing that for some reason, and Fournette's actually fighting through this hamstring strain. So if you have Fournette, I would start him. I would also stash Rashad White. You know, we know Gio, Gio Bernard is out for a while. Uh, Rashad White, if, if Fournette deals with any significant injury, based on what I've read and, and heard, I do believe it would be Rashad White over Keyshawn Vaughn. You know, Todd Bowles has been a little unpredictable, and the offense, the Bucks offense has been a little unpredictable. But given this injury and given, given everything that I'm reading, I would stash Rashad White. Um, obviously, in Dynasty, he's not going to be on waivers, but... In redraft, just consider that if you have someone, some lower tier guy you can drop. Brian Robinson, he's still out, but I wanted to touch on him because he has been participating in drills off on the side, and Ron Revere has already said he's had no ill effects. He's had no setbacks. His return is imminent. He's another guy I would stash, given the the potential upside in this offense. Man, Washington's offense is firing on all cylinders right now, um, and I do believe, based on that, that prior role and the expectations, Brian Robinson could carry some high upside if he's a guy on sitting on your waivers and you can stash him for week five and moving forward. So getting getting uh, moving on to the wide receivers, Chris Godwin, he's already been listed as out. Uh, I wanted to touch on him because he is coming off that hamstring strain after his return um, in game one. I expect him to potentially return in week four or week five. So I do believe his return is soon, but not this week. Mike Evans, as we know, he has been suspended. I I think this suspension is a blessing in disguise because it actually allows him to uh, potentially fully recover, fully return from his calf injury and just let that get to as close to 100% as possible. So we're likely to see some more upside from Mike Evans in week four. Uh, So I wanted to touch on him. He's obviously out, so get... If you haven't already, get him out of your roster, your starting starting lineup. Julio Jones, he's been dealing with that knee injury. Uh, he was a uh, did not participate Monday and or I'm sorry Wednesday and Thursday, and a limited participant on Friday. He's been listed as a game time decision. I would sit him in fantasy even if he's active. He carries a high risk for re injury, um, and I, I just with his first game back after missing last week, I just don't want to have him in my starting roster just in case. He goes out there for five snaps and re-injures his knee. So I would sit him in fantasy. Russell Gage, he's a guy who I'm monitoring. Make sure, you know, watch his his game status 
this morning. He's a guy who, you know, he's been dealing with a hamstring strain. I haven't seen any news that he suffered a setback, but he did. He was downgraded from a limited participant to a did not participate on Friday. Um, everything I've seen indicates he should play. He might be very well, could be the wide receiver one this week. It'll probably be him or Scotty Miller. Um, I think Gage carries a little more risk just with a hamstring strain. But if he's active, you may want to consider playing him in your wide receiver three or flex slot. Keenan Allen, he's been coming off that hamstring strain. Uh, he was a limited participant, participant first two days of practice, but then it did not participate. Um, again, same thing as Russell Gage. I haven't seen anything about a setback. Although he's a risky play, one, coming off the injury. He's a risky play for uh, re-injury, plus knowing it's likely Chase Daniels at, at quarterback. I'd be really tempted to sit Keenan Allen this week. I know I know his talent. I know he carries such big upside if he's healthy. Um, but, yeah, for this week alone, I, I would consider sitting him if you have a good pivot. Michael Pittman, he's been coming off that quad strain. Uh, he has been already, you know, the Colts staff, Frank Wright has already talked about him being good to go. Get him in your starting roster. Michael Pittman should be a good start this week. Jerry Judy, he's coming off the rib, sternum, chest injury. Nothing has been confirmed about his injury, but I do believe, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of speculating he's coming off of a, he's dealing with a, an SC joint injury based on where he grasps and the fact that he didn't have a clavicle or uh, no rib fracture injury. He got a limited participation in it on a Friday. I would lean towards sitting Jerry Judy. I know that's a tough decision given his upside if he's healthy, if he plays. But knowing that this is a Sunday night game, we probably won't hear until, you know, after after all the, the morning and the afternoon games have already started. So you'll have to make that decision. If you have a good pivot, I would just play someone you know is for sure playing uh, Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. Um, or I guess for the Eastern, Eastern time folks, you know, 1 p.m. or 4 p.m. games. And I would lean towards sitting Jerry Judy this week. Gabriel Davis, he's another guy I would consider sitting this week. Uh, he's coming off the ankle sprain. He didn't play last week. He was seen hobbling. He, he looks like he's able to run some routes, but then he's dealing with a little bit of likely ankle soreness, discomfort, and the after effect. Uh, he did get limited participations in all week and draws a questionable tag. Uh, my buddy Kyle at Banged Up Bills on Twitter. He's a, he's the go to he's my go to source and should be your go to source for any Bills related injury content. He has speculated that Gabe likely runs limited routes and snaps and and likely gets in more so red zone work. So he's a guy that I think if he's going if if you're if you're going to start him this week, I think he needs a touchdown to pay off for you. That's a risky play, in my opinion, plus a risk for re-injury. I would lean towards sitting Gabriel Davis as long as you have good pivot, uh, someone you know who's going to get a little more volume, like a Sterling Shepard, even though he's risky, I know, with the Giants offense. But Sterling Shepard saw 10 targets last week. You know, um, Sterling Shepard, uh, trying to think of some other lower-tier guy that you could possibly pivot to, maybe Russell Gage, um, yeah, Alan Lazard, uh, and I'll touch on those guys in a little bit, actually. So lean towards sitting Gabriel Davis. Rondell Moore, he's already been ruled out. I wanted to touch on him because Cliff Kingsbury has already said uh, Moore has a decent chance of playing 
next week for week four, but if not next week, for sure by week five. So I think we'll get Rondell Moore back soon. Andy Isabella is already listed as out as well. So this is likely another Greg Dortch week. So he's been he's been lighting fantasy on fire. I hope he carries that same role in even when Rondell Moore returns. Um, it'll be questionable once DeAndre Hopkins returns, likely less upside because then it's D-Hop, Rondell Moore, and Marquise Hollywood, or <laughs> Marquise Brown, uh, Hollywood Brown. So enjoy for Greg Dortch and, and probably consider trading him away in a package to get some decent upgrade for long-term stability in your starting roster. Alan Lazard, he's coming off the ankle sprain. Thursday, it sounds like uh, he didn't practice, but it sounds like it's just a rest day and he is expected to play. I expect Alan Lazard to get a lot of volume this week just because, um, as we just found out, Sammy Watkins has been placed on IR. He was already going to be out this week, but now he's out for four games. Christian Watson, he he is dealing with a new hamstring strain that I believe he suffered on Wednesday. He was downgraded from a limited participant to a did not participate. I don't believe Christian Watson plays this week. So it's likely going to be Alan Lazard and Romeo Dubes, Dobbs. I keep saying his name wrong. Um, you know, Robert Tanyan, if if you're if you're weak at tight end, if you have no other options at tight end, maybe consider Robert Tanyan. But Alan Lazard's a guy that I for sure want in my starting roster this week. I expect more snaps and more volume than last week. Hunter Renfro, uh, he's been already listed out with a concussion. It it I guess it makes Mac Hollins a possible consideration. You know, he he uh, went off last week, but I just don't know what you're going to get on a weekly basis from him. Um, just the way I'm viewing Hunter Renfro's uh, inactive status is I want Darren Waller in all of my prize picks bets for the over. I, last time I saw, he's probably going to be bumped again and again, but last time I saw, he was listed at 46 and a half receiving yards. I expect a lot of volume for Darren Waller and obviously um, Devonta Adams. Jago- Jacoby Myers, he's been coming off the knee sprain. Um, he was a did not participate the first two practices and then was upgraded to a limited participation. He does draw a questionable tag. You know, he's a guy who I, I do believe he's a risky play, but considering his role in the offense and considering the volume that we expect him to get, if Jacoby Myers is active, I do believe we can play him as a wide receiver flex option. Just know it, he does carry some risk. Um, but, you know, he given his volume, he, he, he very well could pay off for us. So I would play Jacoby Myers this week. Traylon Burks, he was dealing with an ankle sprain uh, last week. He suffered it, I believe, in the third or fourth quarter. He was able to continue to play. He was seen limping a little bit, um, and he popped up on the injury report, but he was actually taken off the injury report, and he's fully good to go. I'm not sure. The Titans are are an interesting offense right now, and the way Mike Vrabel has treated his rookie, it's very interesting to me. Burks has easily been the best pass catcher and best weapon for the team. But for whatever reason, I don't I don't know if it's due to his conditioning. I don't I don't know if they just don't trust him. He's still on limited snaps um, and running limited routes. I I just don't know if I want to start Traylon Burks yet. I think I think his boom game is coming, but I just don't know if it's this week. So just know if if you were considering playing him from an injury standpoint, it's safe to play him. I, I just don't know if I'd want him starting just yet, unless it's a really deep league. Kyle Phillips, he's listed as doubtful. We know he was coming off that sh- left shoulder injury, shoulder or AC joint, still still unconfirmed. Um, you know, he played he played very little snaps, and I think he only had one catch last week, one target. 
I don't know, nothing has been listed or, or reported, but it seems like he re-injured his shoulder last week uh, because he's now listed as doubtful. It was downgraded this week compared to last week. So just keep an eye on him. I know he, he had a good week one, but we may not have Kyle Phillips anytime soon. Poss- well, possibly next week, but uh, more likely week five. Van Jefferson, just to touch on him, I know people have asked me about him and have been waiting for his return. He was just placed on IR, unfortunately, so he'll miss another four games. Michael Gallup, he's listed as, uh, actually the team already listed him as out. Uh, he is ramping up. I, you know, He's kind of in that J.K. Dobbins situation where he's getting full practices, full participations, but the team continues to list him as out. Dobbins is obviously way further ahead in his timeline, although a much more significant injury. Gallup is only seven months, and I believe seven days or so. My timeline is um, give or take a week there out from surgery. I, I do believe his return is actually coming, and I know I've talked a decent amount, especially with the Godwin news, um, what we talked about of the he's too it's too early crowd. Just keep an eye on Michael Gallup's status. But him being out this week, you know, obviously that that does make Noah Brown's um, uh, play status interesting this week again. You know, Noah Brown had a, a massive week. I think he's he's benefiting from the amount of attention that Ceedee Lamb is getting from the defense. So Noah Brown is a very intriguing play. I I'm actually probably putting him in a lot of DFS um, uh, slips this week. But I think you can honestly start Noah Brown as a wide receiver three flex option in fantasy now and just, just write out that production until Gallup returns. Kadarius Tony, he's still dealing with that hamstring strain. He's listed as doubtful. Um, just make sure, you know, he's listed as doubtful, thankfully, not questionable. If he was listed as questionable, especially since it's a Monday night game, um, I, I would have said just sit Kadarius Tony. I, I honestly, I, I just don't know what to expect from Tony this whole year. It, I feel like it's going to be this continued injured status for him. But just if you want to hold him in your rosters, okay. It might be a waste of space, to be honest. But uh, you know he does carry upside if he ever, ever is able to get healthy. The only Giants I would want to start this week, though, would be Saquon and Sterling Shepard. At tight end, George Kittle, he's coming off that groin strain. Um, and I know, I know, you know, people will talk about, well, he just didn't want to play with Trey Lance. Jimmy's quarterback now, so now he's going to play. No, that's not true, hopefully. Um, I, would, I would now get George Kittle in your starting roster. Um, he is going to be a start. He's expected to fully play without limitation. Um, and yeah, we should be able to, we know his upside with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, so I think you can place him back into your starting roster. Logan Thomas has looked fantastic lately. Um, I do believe he's going to be a great start, even better than last week, uh, especially with the defense. The Eagles likely focusing on Terry McLaurin and, and Curtis Samuel. You know, Jahan Dotson also will uh, um, take a lot of defensive focus there. So Logan Thomas could get a lot of the underneath work. Dawson Knox, he's dealing with a foot injury and listed as questionable. He's a limited participant. I'd be very tempted to sit him based on his current production. I believe he, week one, he had under two points, and week two, I think he had, if I remember correctly, 8.1 points in PPR. Um, To me, he's very touchdown dependent, especially now dealing with this foot injury. He may be playing on limited snaps or deal with a re-injury in the game. So I I would find a backup option if Dawson Knox is your starting tight end. TJ Hawkinson is another guy who I would strongly consider sitting um, he's dealing with a hip injury and, and 
was only able to get in limited participants all week. He's listed as questionable. And again, he's only been getting 7.8 and 5.6 points in fantasy. Um, I know tight end is very thin this year. And and Hawkinson, if healthy, carries a lot of upside. We just haven't seen it. We've mostly seen it from Amon Ross St. Brown and Swift in that offense. Um, so I would, I would strongly consider sitting TJ Hawkinson unless you just don't have any other pivot. Hayden Hurst, um, you know, we, we've actually talked a lot about him recently given the, um, the issues with the Bengals' offense and the inability to push the ball downfield um, and Burrow's decision-making. I, I do believe the defense is making Burrow take the underneath stuff, which could lead to more targets for Hayden Hurst. The problem is Hurst is coming off the groin strain. You know, the good news is he was able to get from limited participant to a full participant, but then fin- finish the week whether it be load management or I don't, I haven't seen anything about him dealing with a setback. He was able to finish the week on a limited participation. Um, to me, he's a risky play, but kind of similar to TJ Hawkinson. If you don't have any other good pivot, um, I guess you could start Hayden Hurst. Just know the the upside may be limited here. I would stay away from him in DFS as well. Hawkinson, uh, Knox, Hawkinson, and Hurst, I would stay away from in DFS. Lower ceilings. Dalton Schultz, um, he's a guy I would sit in fantasy this week. Um, you know, this is a tough decision because they play Monday night, but you know, he, we know he's dealing with a PCL injury, uh, knee knee sprain. I do believe, you know, most most of the time, I, th- I believe around uh, ninety to ninety six percent of the time with a PCL injury, there's a bone bruise. So I think he's going to be very limited, um, especially because they play on Monday night. We won't know until Monday if he's going to play. So if you have someone you for sure know is playing on Sunday. I would play that tight end and bench Dalton Schultz. Offensive line, I wanted to touch on this one because uh, this is a key factor for the Titans offense, is Taylor Luan. He has been listed as out for the season. We need to get off Derrick Henry in Dynasty and redraft. Trade him if you can. He's been struggling. The whole offensive line has been struggling. More importantly, the offense has been struggling. They need to they need to move off of their current offensive coordinator, Todd Downing, and just, just find another option because this, this offense has been horrible. So just good to know the offensive line has already been bad, now likely to be even worse. Probably try to get off Derrick Henry if you can. Uh, for, for other defense, um, for actually defense uh, notifications, Buffalo, this one's going to be key. Actually, these two. Micah Hyde has already been ruled out, and then Jordan, Jordan Poyer is banged up with a foot injury. Um, it sounds like he's going to play, but he's likely going to be limited. And if he's dealing with a foot injury, there's no way he's going to keep up with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. I think we see, you know, they often say don't chase points in DFS. I, in my opinion, you, you should want Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddell in every single one of your slips this week because the Bills will be scoring point, points. Miami will need to score points. Um, they'll be able to push the ball downfield now with two with Buffalo's two starting safeties um, out and dealing with injuries. So just a little uh, defense in- intel there. That covers all main injuries this week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys. I hope you guys all get wins this week. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out in the Destination Devi Players Injuries channel on the disc- in the Discord. And follow me on Twitter at jamthrivept for live updates as any injuries occur. Good luck, guys.